Pace car going to come off the track, and already here we go. Time to drop the green flag on this 16-car field as Brandon Wagner is going to bring him to the green flag. Looks like he has a really good start here. Wade tucking him behind him, trying to force Savager out, trying to slot him to that second place. It looks like he's getting it done. 67 laps, 100 miles on this one. Oh, three wide. Yeah, he's three. lifted. Wagner lifted in turn one, and the guys just blew right by. So Brandon Wagner gives up a couple of positions just like that, are, and we talked early on about how quickly things can change here. We may see more passes in one lap here than we saw in the entire race at Sonoma. Yeah, look at these guys' dice, and I'm telling you, if you're the pole sitter, flat into one no matter what. you got to do it. The car will hold if you have a good car. You talk about experience versus inexperience. Experience right now up front. We go on board with J.R. Hildebrand. He started back in row number seven, and right now he's pacing himself, kind of watching, see how it's going to play out in front of him. Yeah, look at that big draft he's getting. You see the cars are going two by two here. Well, as Hoda can pop out and go three wide. Podekin, uh, who's working with Wagner this weekend on the setup with Daryl Soppy, doing a very good job here, three wide. James Davison started sixth, Ari. He also made an early move on that opening lap, dove to the inside, and now he's gone to second place. Mario Romancini, he's going to go three wide as he looks to uh, gain positions as well. We see Anna Beatrice now tuck up behind Romancini there mid-pack. Yeah, Anna had a, uh, an ele or a problem in qualifying, so she's starting in the back. So JR and her are trying to move up this field, but they have to be very careful because once I get to look at the movement here, wow, JR making a move on uh, the inside. On the inside of Daniel Harrington, he's going to pick up at least one, maybe two spots there. Look at the car. Yeah, he started 13th, moved to 11th on that opening lap, and now has picked up what looks to be, yes, he gets past Romancini, he'll go to ninth right there. Yeah, JR's, move. JR's being very smart about this. He's not making any really drastic moves, but he's just using that momentum. Just when someone makes a mistake, he moves it up another place. We're being told that the five of Mario Romancini is going to be black flagged and is, we'll see the black flag this time by apparently that five car leaking fluid. All right, that's the last thing oh. you want on a 190 mile an hour oval like this is oh, to have, and we've we lost got the wing. contact. We've lost the wing. I think it's Brandon Wagner's right front wing. That's correct. Yep, it is. So so we've got a yellow oh, we and we've got a spin. Is that Pippa Man? She spins in turn number one. Oh, and Anna. And Anna Beatrice spins as well. She catches the car. Don't think either of those cars, Ari, made contact as the yellow flag came out. Because we go back to green flag racing. Well, that's very fortunate for him that that yep. yellow came out when it did. So here we see Wade. He's leading this field. James Davison second. So these two guys have a lot of experience. Mike Podikin having a good run in James third. James Davison's going to go for it here. It looks like, you know, and Ari, you, we, we saw before the yellow flag came out that Davison, not content to simply tuck in underneath uh, Cunningham, this is what we were seeing. Him try to go side by side in that middle to higher groove, and it looks like now he might even get a bit of a push from Saavedra. Yeah, he's trying to get a little bit of air in the front wings to give him some more front grip. He doesn't want to turn it directly behind Wade because he'd lose the front grip. He'd lose all that, that airflow over his front wing. So we see Saavedra now moving up on this restart. Podikin was third as you see him working his way on the high side. Yeah, on board with James Hinchcliffe, who right now runs in fifth place as we watch Mike Podikin grab that position. Uh, Ari, here they are racing into turn number three. Yeah, good side-by-side -side action. E-Fusion on the side of that car. Look, he's even going to try to make a, a move around three wide here. Podikin obviously, obviously has a, a good feeling race car. This is his best start of the season, his best finish 
on an oval came uh, just about a month ago. He was eighth and Kentucky as Podican wow. trying to get racing now. Daniel Harrington going to pop to the outside in that to the blue car. Yeah, Harrington up there on the high side. His car is working good too. And as we return, we've got three cars together between turns three and four as we were working the 32nd of 67 laps here. One is Podican, another is James Hinchcliffe. Was the other Anna Beatrice? It was. Yeah. It was. It was Anna as well. Podican just understeered wow. right up the track and just clipped the other car and sent them both into the wall. Here's Podican on the inside of Daniel Harrington in that purple and orange. They touched. They touched there right briefly. There. And then we see Saavedra make that the 27. Yeah, 27 of Saavedra popped to the outside. And uh, I think something whoa. was wrong with yeah, the car. Yeah, once they touched, apparently, Ari, something broke because Podican just washed up the track and, and into Hinchcliffe, and, and Anna was collected there. Let's go on board with James Hinchcliffe here, Ari. Let's watch for the contact up front. Oh, it's already happened. This By this point, he's already backing off the throttle. Whoa. Yeah, he realized something was wrong, but it was way too late. And that's just, you know, one of those racing incidents that in James's situation, it's totally not his fault. So with 41 complete, we're working 42 of 67 that make up the Chicagoland 100. And we're watching James Davison go side by side uh, with Wade Cunningham. And here comes Daniel Harrington. Wow. Harrington on the high side. But Ari, the problem got, there no, is, is he going to be able to have enough room to come down now and make the pass? He did. And now if he slots down in front of Wade, he has. He's gotten that? it done. Three wide. That was a great pass by Daniel Harrington. Gutsy move by Daniel Harrington and that Brian Herta Autosport machine on the restart. And now we watch on the high side the 27 machine. So here comes the 27 of Saavedra. Looks like he may try the same thing. Let's see if Hildebrandt now goes behind Saavedra and helps Saavedra around Davison. That's what Saavedra needs. He needs someone to support him and to push him along. So J.R. Hildebrand were on board with the 2009 Firestone Indy Lights champion. All the pressure, if there was any, off at this point. Had a bad qualifying session after the fuel pressure problem. Wound up starting 13th in this race. Has worked his way up now into the top five. Has clipped the championship after the three cars went out on the second yellow flag. There's a look at Brian Herta, the former IndyCar Series regular, an IndyCar Series and cart winner. As now he is a car owner, Brian Herta Autosport, along with his uh, one-time engineer, Steve Newey, is uh, is the owner of this team, Brian Herta Autosports, and they're watching the, bl the blue car driven by Daniel Harrington lead here at Chicagoland. Along with Ari Leondike Jr. and Kevin Lee, I'm Mike King. Welcome back to the Chicagoland 100 Firestone Indy Lights action on versus closing laps. Ten to go here, Ari, and we're watching Daniel Harrington. He took over the lead working lap number 42. And right now, he is working out in front in the Brian Herta Autosport LeBlue machine as he's got James Davison trying to pound on him. And Davison has done everything he could to try to make enough room to pull alongside. But now Harrington seems to be stretching it out just a bit. Yeah, he's doing really well. And Gerald Hildebrand is doing also a great job on the back straightaway. But it seems like his gearing isn't very good for the front straightaway. I think he's hitting the limiter pretty early going into one. So he's struggling a little bit there, but he seems very strong on the back. Now all of a sudden, J.R. Hildebrand looks much stronger and he's getting some help from his teammate, Sebastian Saavedra. This is the great, this is the situation we need to be in for these guys. If they want to pass Davison, he's up 10 spots right now, battling for third. 
So we watch uh, off the rear of J.R. Hildebrand's car. About 15 laps earlier, it became official. The 2009 Firestone Indy Lights Championship, his after a three-car incident involving Anna Beatrice, James Hinchcliffe, and Mike Podican elevated him to a position where he clinched the title. Now, now he gets to race for the win. There's no pressure on him here at the finish at Chicagoland or going to the finale at Homestead Miami Speedway. But boy, there's plenty of dicing going on out there, Ari, as Daniel Harrington continues to lead. But here comes James Davison once again. Yeah, Davison's pretty strong here, but I think he really wants to wait until the last few laps. To, he doesn't want to show his cards right now because if he pulls out completely, someone could slot in on the bottom and that would leave him out to dry. So he does want to protect the bottom. Three wide. Wade wow. Cunningham on the inside in the Lucas Oil car. That's car number 11. In the middle, you've got the 26 car of J.R. Hildebrand on the outside. His teammate at AFS, Andretti Green Racing, Sebastian Saavedra. I you think know, so, Daniel so, Harrington's got a mirror full of race yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, when, when it comes to that LeBlue car. Harrington will look for the win as he'll come to the white line. All right, here it is. It's do or die here as the final lap at the Chicagoland 100 set to be run. Prendeville runs in third. Prendeville making a move to the bottom here. That was a great move. So see Prendeville if can keep it stick. Oh, I don't think he can. He got too much undersea there, had to back off. So it looks like Harrington is doing pretty good here. He's doing everything he needs to do to make this win. Daniel Harrington has never run in Firestone Indy Lights competition. Took over the lead on lap 42. Here we come off of turn number four for the final time. To the line, it's going to be Daniel Harrington. He will win his first race in Firestone Indy Light Series competition. High fives all around. Brian Herta and Steve Dewey have taken this first year team to victory lane. What a race we saw as Daniel Harrington and James Davison put on a great show and a fine third place finish for Andrew Prendeville. There's your winner in the 28 LeBlue Ultra Pure Water Car.